Welcome to The Naked Truth with Nicole Day. In this podcast, we strip away the facades and dig deeper into body confidence, what beauty truly means to us, and of course, a little nudity talk. In each episode, you'll hear from different people, different bodies, different perspectives. In episode two, I sit down with Courtney. First of all, I want y'all to get something straight. There are bodies, other than curvy ones, that do deal with body confidence issues. I want you to ask yourself, do we ever take a moment to look on the other side of the body spectrum? Courtney is someone who I always wanted to interview because she exudes so much confidence the moment she walks in the room, and she very well may be the smallest person in the room. But that does not stop Courtney from shining, because let me tell you, this petite babe shines. (laughs) So turn your volume up, grab your glass of wine, and prepare to hear the naked truth. Hey y'all, I'm here with one of the dopest musical artists, Courtney. Courtney, please introduce yourself. What's up everybody? My name is Courtney. I am an artist and a content strategist um, based in Brooklyn by way of St. Louis, um, Chicago, and I guess Los Angeles. I went to school in LA, I went to USC. And yeah, by artist and content strategist, I just mean I write and perform and I also uh, work for Viacom in the city. So my ultimate goal is to be like the female Donald Glover and yeah, writing and performing music full time and writing and creating for television simultaneously. Yes. You basically want to be a jack of every single trade. Exactly. And that is lovely. (laughs) Yes, Yes. Okay. So I will say when I first met you and started listening to your music, I think that's when I originally started to stand. Like, (laughs) so when I see you, like when you walk into a room, you're kind of like this petite, like firecracker badass. Where does that literally come from? Oh my gosh, where does that come from? I mean, I feel like when I was younger, I obviously come from a small family. Mm -hmm. My father and mother are both petite as well. But I feel like my dad would always tell me, like, I don't need to have any kind of Napoleon complex or like, feel like I need to prove myself in any other way I think he would mention it because as a shorter guy people would always like you know mess with him and stuff growing up and he had no issue with that but just making sure I'd never felt insecure in that as a woman I don't think you really have to like it's like cute or funny when people mess with you for being small but overall like I don't know I never had a reason not to be confident like have my ugly face but shit a lot of us do (laughs) I think it's like you're right it builds character I like always stand for like my gap tooth crazy twisty mm-hmm. <laughs> phase and stiff press uh, moments in high school like I just mm-hmm. think that's a part of life so yeah I'm a personality chick like I feel like that's what's gonna you know elevate any of us at the end of the day and that's what's most important like you don't choose how you look so right. it's about like who you are as a person more than anything mm, your message and how you style that shit oh <laughs> can you actually speak more about that your own personal style and how you express yourself yes um god <laughs> I, first of all, I started wearing my hair natural in high school. It was like slightly pre like, you know, the natural trend over mm-hmm. all over the country and the world. I mean, I really did it because my mom was like, sis, we not, I'm not paying for no shit like in, in college. Like, you know, you can yeah. do you figure it out, but like, I'm not paying for you to go to the hairdresser. So good luck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do my hair myself. And I could not straighten my hair to save my life. I always looked a mess. So I was like, I'm going to grow it out. I don't know what that meant. And I started with that. So that was already like, it was easy for me to like set myself apart and also understand what it meant to like maybe not look conventionally beautiful all the time because I went to school in LA Mm -hmm. and their standards of beauty are just already different. Mm. Everybody had like a weave. Everybody was cute as fuck. Don't get me wrong. But 
I didn't really have many examples of like what I was going to do and how I was going to navigate the hair stuff. So I feel like figuring out how to be a bad bitch in my own right, it took me years, mm-hmm. like definitely not the earlier part of college, but I feel like by the end I figured out who I wanted to be and how I wanted to look. And I think that was just a different type of confidence and like setting myself apart style wise. Yeah. And in addition, um, yeah, I just started, stopped wearing bras in college. Like everybody's little feminist. Um, Fuck bras. Exactly. <laughs> I hate bras. You know, yeah, we just had to get to that point yeah. at some point. I know our mothers like had a similar, like that happened for them in the 70s. It's mm-hmm. nothing new. But yeah, just learning about like the fact that I don't have to wear a bra if I don't feel like it. Um, you know, it made my cute, tiny boobs like definitely even more, you know, mm-hmm. fashionable. And like <laughs> it helped people to just see that I had shape too, even as somebody that was small. So also, I love bright, vibrant colors. Yeah, um, I see you with your bright yeah. yellows. And yes, your exactly, greens. exactly. Oh, As an artist, like it's really fun to wear the all black and stuff and fit in with like you know the sleek brunch crowd of New York. <laughs> but also, <laughs> I think like for me, I like I don't mind standing out and I love conversation pieces. Um, I I'm so in support of the understate in support of the understated movement. Mm-hmm. But for me, yeah, like why not just be loud, especially because right. I'm small. Like. Mm-hmm. It's not like I need to try harder to stand out, but I think a lot of taller girls tend to feel insecure about standing out because they already do naturally. And I do admit that I have like privilege and advantage with being able to wear a lot of different things because no matter what, I'm not really going to interrupt anybody's day too much. Like I'm a munchkin. (laughs) Speaking on that, Mm -hmm. I think like in our culture, the black culture, there's this like unspoken definition of what a womanly body is. So whether you have the hips or the curves or the breasts or the ass, like, how does that make you feel, being a petite woman, a p- petite black woman at that? That's definitely been something that has rattled me at some points in my life. I don't really know where, if it's just, like, in my genes to be secure in myself, despite what other people have said. And probably a lot of privilege coming from different aspects of my life where, like, I've been able to be more comfortable. But I, I just have not been able to let it affect me too deeply. Like, I'm petite, hipless. And cute as fuck. I feel like, <laughs> you know, like I've definitely looked at magazines and been like, God, I literally said to my boyfriend earlier today, actually, like, I'm going to get hip surgery. It's fine. I need it. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just, it's really a joke. I really feel like you really have to be confident in what you were blessed with from the beginning. Um, I look this way for a reason. I'm able to look in the mirror and I don't know, we all supposedly see ourselves as much more attractive than <laughs> than we actually are. Real. But I'm just like, I, yeah, supposedly that's a fact, but I still feel like what I see is decent enough and I am able to just, I don't know, envelop myself in love despite what magazines or black men have to say about me. When have they ever been that credible, first Oof. of all? No, seriously, like they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So I'm like, I you want you can... to put that on a poster board and <laughs> no, sell that shit. <laughs> exactly. You could, they could say all they want, but like I know how I look and how I want to look and how I enjoy looking, and I don't need you know to go to the surgeon to get that. If you want to go, more power to you. Mm-hmm. Be a bad bitch in your own right. But for me, that's just not what I need. So yeah, I wish I had like straightforward answers other than. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm talking to my friends. I'm like, bitch, just look in the mirror and tell yourself. Like, and that sounds cheesy, but it's true. And it works. It really does. You just, again, it's not straightforward for everyone. I know that I still have like a conventionally attractive shape in a lot of ways and like um, figure, I guess. But um, yeah, you just can't succumb to like what everybody wants you to be, not just shape wise Mm -hmm. in every aspect of your life. Like we're all learning that as we get older and we're like, you know, maturing in our 20s. But it's important to stick to your gut and be comfortable with how you look. Yes, <laughs> and I love that. And I kind of want to take it 
back all the way to mm-hmm. like childhood. Mm-hmm. So you know when we were all growing up and people started moving away from the training bras mm-hmm. into real bras mm-hmm. or whatever. Like Took how was that? 30 years. <laughs> I want to like, I want to hear your experience. Cause I know someone out there is listening who can a hundred percent relate to you. No, definitely. And I'm also super, I told you this already, but on the record, I'm really flattered that you reached out because people don't really recognize this often. Right. And whenever I was like complain about my body to this day, people would be like, Oh my God, you, but you look so fit. Like bitch, you're skinny. Shut up. You know, yeah. but like, yeah. And in middle school and high school, skinny bitches were not winning. Like, mm-hmm. You know, it's not necessarily what people are going to slim down. A lot of people that want to slim down want to be slim thick. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like you don't want to be this tiny often. So in like, I feel like sixth, seventh grade when my friends started to be like more developed, that mm-hmm. was when I started to feel left out. And I was like, well, shit, like I just don't, I don't know <laughs> if I'm ever going to catch up. And did I? No, no, I did not. <laughs> However, still I, fly. You're right. I feel like that's it's kind of equivalent though to like the bigger girl, a chubbier girl that like ends up being a class clown in order to like figure out ways to win people over. Right. You know, it's it was definitely the same for me. I f- always make jokes about it, but I think my personality, I think I'm intelligent because like literally I was like, well, I'm gonna read books. I'm have to outsmart somebody in, in order to feel like like what my like figure out what my place is. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, I feel like with intelligence and intellect and just. Yeah, humor too. I kind of figured out my way around or like into um, spaces that, you know, didn't necessarily, weren't necessarily making room for people that they didn't feel like um, had a certain body type, skin tone, mm-hmm. or like face structure, et cetera. So, yeah, I don't, again, I don't know if there's a straightforward way to say what I want to say, but I just feel like nothing affected me too deeply in childhood because I had a, a clap back every time. Love it. You know? Yeah. Well, one, thank you for sharing about, you know, your upbringing with your Mm -hmm. lovely body. (laughs) But I mean, I also want to highlight the beauties of your body as well. And we want to celebrate the body. We're not Mm -hmm. just here to talk about, you know, the struggles and everything. So tell us, like, what do you love the most about your body? Oh, my goodness. I really love. (laughs) She's ready. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so ready. First of all, my skin tone is just it. Like, wow. (laughs) I've always been like the fence straddler. I'm very much brown skin. Like, I don't think anyone's ever confused me for either or. Mm -hmm. Either side of the spectrum. But, yeah, I just, I think I have, like, decently clear skin. I just enjoy my skin very much, you know. Team eczema half my life, but it's fine. Like, (laughs) happens all the time. It sucks. New York does not fuck with me. But, yeah, yeah, (laughs) a lot of dirt in the air. But my face looks great. My face looks great. And um, I love my nipples. Like, they're just so cute. Oh, so my perky. God. Oh, my God. Same. I feel yeah. like you're my soul sister right now. <laughs> yeah, because I also learned that I didn't really, I'm not a guy's girl at all. Like, mm-hmm. I say this all the time. Like, I love women. I have a lot of guy friends as I mature, but that's just because I'm learning the type of man I want to be around. Mm-hmm. But overall, like I, it took me years to like learn that niggas talked about like nipples, like gumdrops or like flat or I don't know. They what? have different I terminologies. Have no idea. I know. I shouldn't huh? have said terminology. Sorry, y'all. I'm I'm not illiterate. <laughs> terminology. Yes, but they have different words. Whoa. Yeah, they're like phrases. But anyway, I learned I have the gumdrop type. And Come on, gumdrop. So... Yes, they're very cute. Yeah. <laughs> so you know when I get to wear be braless in like those soft material shirts, they're like mm, that cling me. to the body. Yes, yes. I'm Girl, just like wow. Yes. I feel seen. Exactly. Yes check me out so <laughs> that I love I'm like I have like an athletic kind of shape mm-hmm. but I've always kind of been frustrated because I have like quote-unquote nice arms and like mm-hmm. 
once shout out Corbin Corbin was like you have nice back muscles and I was like I just had an interview with him and he literally was like the favorite part about my body is my back and I sent her all my workouts see my back now I get it yeah I was kind of like Corbin who the fuck I literally said him like what woman wants nice I don't care like thank you but I don't care but like you know it is kind of nice like I Mm -hmm. definitely appreciate my like um muscular um, physique little jada pickett never hurt nobody girl that's my idol <laughs> that is my idol but yeah and like i don't know every part like people try to say my my booty's little but i just feel like it's perfect so you know and that's all that matters it's honestly. about what you think yeah it's about how you feel so again could be a little body dysmorphia in the right direction but i'm not upset about that and that's fine and just speaking on like what other people think mm-hmm. in the age where on Instagram it's mm-hmm. like this this weird I don't even want to say weird shape but this body type that everyone has like this dream of you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about like the the Kylie Jenner mm-hmm. shape like what do you think about that having a petite body I think they look beautiful mm-hmm. I just don't want people to feel like it's their only option right you know what I mean I think I don't I don't know why or what's changed I mean the last few or few years where I don't feel the need to bash plastic surgery or, you know, I feel like it's a little traditionalist to think like everyone has to be exactly satisfied with the way they look. Mm-hmm. However, yeah, it's kind of like hair for me, the natural hair movement. Like you don't, my hair straight right now. I haven't wear my, worn my fro in like a year. Um, you don't need to wear your hair natural, but I think you should be comfortable with it. So I feel like the same with your body. Like I hope that you, people aren't getting these surgeries out of like extreme self hate, which a lot of people are. Yeah. And that's my issue. Um, I just feel like um, when it comes to Instagram, one of my favorite things to do is I have an entire Finsta and I follow all these pages oh of women that look like me. Like that's why my, my, my Finsta is for fashion pages, music I love pages. That. Yeah. I love that. And I've told like my roommate and my best friend to do the same. And I see you do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I have a girlfriend um, on the West Coast, Becca, and she always just like sharing a bunch of like body posi images. But again, it doesn't have to be just for if you're bigger. Like for me, why I follow fashion over models? When I could be following Karuche, Jada Pinkett, so much sense. yeah, Janae Aiko, even Ariana Grande, Lupita, like these are all <laughs> not tiny. The even I know, well, you know, I was not gonna bring up the Caucasian, but you know, <laughs> I love her. I'm a fan, and like I love how thin she is. Like she, people like try to call her child, like all the time, mm-hmm. and going in her body, but she's still a woman at the end of the day. She's our age, and she looks the way she looks. Period. 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 Yes. Exactly. What are some of the misconceptions about the little sweet petites? <laughs> I don't know if we have that many because, you know, you could call us child like all you want, but like, <laughs> this I mean, smile that she has right now is so like just so sneaky. <laughs> no, I just feel like we're grown. Like you know, I do think misconception. I wouldn't call it a misconception, but my God, you being a petite woman, you realize how much, how pervy niggas are really yes because i've been in cars with uber drivers like people assume you're young often Mm -hmm. and they act differently toward you than they would like a woman that looks her age okay so i've had guys like you know uber drivers say ask me if i'm 19 or under and like say they prefer younger girls that's why they were asking or like i think niggas run up on me on the street in different ways and approach me and like touch me and try to like yeah i feel like and that's what's scary like when you have a daughter when you see kids walking around like they're clearly constantly approached like this. People think they can take advantage of me. Oh. That's the issue. But they I've, must have not known. Yeah, I was to say, of course, plenty is <laughs> out. But also, like, it does feel unsafe sometimes yeah. because I am small. Like, and even if I'm not small, I'm a woman. Whatever. It is a little scary, but I don't think there's general like misconceptions like overall. Like, because again, petite women, as much as we have our own little struggles, we're still like conventionally beautiful in a lot of ways. For sure. So I'm queen of acknowledging my privilege. 
I just love like your your energy when it comes to talking about your body and everything. <laughs> Can you tell us like where you think you fall on the scale of body confidence? Because this is what we're Ooh. here to talk about. You yes. Know? Is it one to ten? Is that yeah? Give me a little one okay. to ten. And one is low. Yes. Oh my god. Um. So, I'll say. I'm probably a strong eight. Like, I have my days where I'm like, I, I don't even know. I might even be a nine because <laughs> it's not even I like it. I think I'm the baddest bitch in the land. I just feel like I have no choice but to feel that. that and I love sense. the way you approach that. Yeah, it's yeah. like counterproductive to think anything else of yourself. You could work towards, like, I CB fit all the way. I mm-hmm. love working out. I haven't made it to Corpus class in a minute, but still <laughs> shouting him out. But, like, uh, classes at my job, like, I really love working out. But I saw an artist post on her page about her new year's resolutions and Mm -hmm. she wrote these like super um more vague and like broad carrying goals for herself instead of like hard numbers to hit she wrote something about like someone that like lives a healthy lifestyle period and i think that's a really good way to go about it like my body confidence is so high that i'm not in the gym to look another way that's so important you know i'm just there to be there because i should be and Mm -hmm. it makes me feel good and the better you feel the better that you look and i'll also say like I had a friend in middle school who I just did not think could dance at all. She just looked a mess to me. Every time we were out, she would go hard with all the little dance moves. <laughs> we were real suburban life. So I was like, girl, wait, that was me. Exactly. <laughs> me too. Doing a little Dougie yes, in. exactly. <laughs> but it's like, suit. but I knew I like definitely look stupid, but I always like, we will be out and she'd be dancing and niggas would just flock to her. Mind mm. you, she was in a cute girl, mm-hmm. like very cute. And like, I just didn't really understand. There was actually a couple of them that did this and like niggas would flock. And I finally figured out the missing piece. Like why? Like even though she looks a mess and like she's going so hard and she looks a mess, niggas are still running up to her. It was just the confidence. Like she was having fun. She was enjoying herself despite like how off her Dougie was. People fucked with it because she was confident. And that just taught me like in high school, I started testing it out in like early college. Like even if you don't look right doing the dance moves, like just try it because people will flock that's how I like think about my body confidence and, like mm-hmm. the way I style myself and just the way I approach the world like confidence is really everything so just to like fuck with yourself even maybe before you really do fuck with yourself on the outside before you do on the inside it's gonna benefit you yeah and you'll start listening to yourself oh I love in the mornings <laughs> I have this routine mm-hmm. I play my little Beyonce I'm mm-hmm. like butt naked in the mirror mm-hmm. and I'm lotioning and I'm just like oh, and I'm lotioning you are that bitch go yes. it's like my morning thing if I don't do that it's like my chakras aren't aligned I don't feel good and wow. I think it's so important to just do what you think do what makes you feel good and yeah. then you even like I feel like you honestly look better too girl you people do. can Pe- feel you're that like glowing energy. it's like yes. pregnant glow all the time my friend yes. texts me she goes oh who are you talking to what's that glow I said nobody yeah. I just feel good can Which I myself just, myself my and myself made Lord me feel our good. savior mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are the top three ingredients to gaining body confidence okay top three I basically have already mentioned them throughout this but there's one I miss no mm-hmm. there's two I miss oh let's get it well the first is the like find and pay attention to beautiful people who look like you mm-hmm. especially on the internet we're always flooded with all these images of people and women that like you know have gotten a lot of surgery and gotten things done to mm-hmm. look a certain way that's wonderful if you have your surgery if you don't <laughs> find, <laughs> find people that kind of reflect who you are right now in addition to who you want to be that's fine but stop focusing so much on like you know what you could do differently and focus on bitches that look really confident and secure in themselves and that you admire that look similar to you Mm because they're out there you might have to search but they're there yeah so that's the first one 
And um, the second is to dress to seduce yourself. Ooh, seduce yourself. Exactly, Ugh. before dressing to seduce anyone else. You can totally, I always pick out a fit that I'm like, this looks great for me when I'm not in a broke phase. <laughs> I'm like, this looks really great for me. And then I'm like, okay, since I am in a relationship, it took me a long time to figure this out. But I'm like, let me see if there's anything I can tweak. Mm-hmm. Anything slightly if I want to impress this other person. Or just new niggas for fun. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Like, you know, it feels good for people to be attracted to you, even if you're not interested in that. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, I never pick, like, I haven't bought anything with cleavage in so long because I forget, like, that's what they like. <laughs> Who's the they? The they, the niggas. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, this is okay. Like, I, I don't wear bra. Like, I don't, yeah. yeah, it's not my aesthetic. But I think that's what's so helpful for me, you know? I really dress because I'm like, this will look fly for me. So, yes, dress to seduce yourself before dressing to seduce anyone else. Love that. And the third one is masturbate often. Woo-wee! It's so important. Like, it is. Oh, my gosh. I just can't believe I met, met a lot of people in the last, like, six to seven years, like, in true adulthood that had never done it or just didn't really understand. Or Yeah. And I, really? yeah, I've been on that since I was like, <laughs> don't drop the age do not are you sure because i think it's <laughs> what are you about to say it's you're making me nervous quite young <laughs> you're gonna laugh no yes let's hear it. let's hear it. mom dad us. what's up age six and my no, mother caught me age six no i don't way. know if she remembers this i'm sure she remembers oh my this god story. how did you how 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 yeah i was watching this movie See? with my parents television yes it is mm. television yeah, people, people's parents that don't let them watch it have the right idea. <laughs> but I was watching it with them, and I remember them trying to cover my eyes. I think it, like, had a Halle Berry or something. Mm. And there was a lot of, like, football niggas naked. And I was like, wow, this is so cr-. Maybe I was seven. You know, I remember this. Maybe so. eight. Yes. But it, was, it had to be eight or below. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my mom, like, tried to cover my eyes because they were just butt-ass naked. Mm-hmm. Dicks out. Like, wow. I was like, what is this? Yeah. And, you know, you felt that little you know what happens when you're excited yeah as i was just like wow this is crazy my body's pulsing the body is a crazy thing it was crazy so yeah after that i was like okay well i'm gonna excuse myself and i went upstairs (laughs) i just had to figure out how to fix the pulsing and i fixed it (laughs) and then i was like wow i'm a liberated ass bitch at At, age six to eight (laughs) and honestly that's probably why you are the way you are because (laughs) you literally are just one of the most liberated people i've ever met like wow no, for real. Oh my goodness. Every time I That's see you, compliment. you just like do whatever the fuck you want whenever you want. And I feel like a lot of people should operate that way because we spend be too much drunk. time. Yeah, I do be seeing you. But I'm just saying like, you know, you're just so comfortable. Yeah. And I just want to transition a bit into how your comfortability meshes with your music and ma- making music. Like, do you think Ooh, there's girl, a yes. correlation? And if so, tell us. Yes. I like got to a point where I was like, why am I writing so many sex songs Mm -hmm. and like they could have really just been sex to myself at this point because I just know that more than anything in the Mm -hmm. world but I like honestly want to get back to that because it just feels natural to me and with maturity I've realized sensuality is so much deeper than um a lot of us want it to be I feel like a lot of like societal standards and rules around it make it um it's simple but it like also is complex like they kind of make it super one-dimensional yeah and i think like you just said it feeds into every part of your life like you know people be like oh my god girl you're glowing after like you had a great night you mm-hmm. know what i mean like it just it physically like it makes you better it makes you happier um oxytocin is important so i feel like i think i could have a good like music catalog by writing about sensuality alone not just sex but sensuality as a whole <laughs> sensuality as a whole <laughs> and I think that could really move people and make the world a better place. And I'm still figuring out how I feel about that and how I want to articulate that better in the future. But um, 
yeah, sex is important. Feeling yourself is important, literally and physically. Mm-hmm. Figuratively. <laughs> Figuratively. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think the fact that that part of me um, dissipates into my music um, is really, really important, and I'm going to continue to um, be in touch with that side of myself. So, yeah. And where do you think that, like, do you pull from any musical artists for inspiration with that sensuality, or is that mm. just really like 100% from you, or is it a combination? Yeah, I mean, I'm a Rihanna stan, oh, like, for sex sure. Sex appeal <laughs> exactly. on a foul. No, it's, yeah, that's amazing. Um, she's spectacular, but I don't think um, lyric-wise or sound-wise, I love Nina Simone, too, and Nina Simone is not a sex icon physically. Like, mm-hmm. people wouldn't necessarily say that, but yeah. I think she's somebody, like, that felt herself, or, like, she's not a writer. I mean, she's yeah, she's not a writer or, like, a musical artist, but Frida Kahlo, like I was very inspired yeah. by the fact that she kept that unibrow and she still had niggas on deck. Like <laughs> that's like the kind of, you know, yeah. that's who I want to be. Like, I mean, I just think, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I even have anything else to say on that matter. Just that there's no specific inspiration. My voice is also super like deep and I guess lusty. So it is. <laughs> and you don't expect the voice from this like cute little girl. And then you speak and I'm like, oh, I speak know. more. <laughs> Yeah, so like like my mom's friends came in town this weekend and they're like, girl, are you good? Like, you tired? And I was like, no, this is just how it sounds. It's been some years. So yeah, I think because it's already like that, like the writing just comes out and like when I sing, it sounds right and it feels right. So I continue to write that way and people eat it up. So y'all keep on. No, girl, keep eating. <laughs> keep doing that. Thank Speaking you. of sensuality, it's mm-hmm. time for our segment, Send Nudes. Ooh. So in this segment, we just, you know, freely talk about nudity, feeling mm-hmm. naked, being naked. What do we think about being naked? So my first question to you is, when was the last time you took a nude and who did you send oh it to? Oh my God, this is so sad. <laughs> Girl, I am washed city over here. This is not okay. So this, the issue is like, first of all, with nudity overall, like I'm just like you with like getting up and dancing in the morning, having to do the most, not necessarily the mornings, <laughs> but all the time. Yeah. Living in a two bedroom and me and my friends, always, my friend always being here at opposite times, I tend to be naked a lot. Mm-hmm. Even when she's here, we mm-hmm. both just walk around and talk with titties flying. <laughs> it's wonderful. Bad is out. It's lit. <laughs> but um, I think because I'm naked so much, like my significant other would definitely say, like, <laughs> He's like, it's not like it's exciting because you're just naked. Like, we just <laughs> are like always, you're always that Yeah, way. exactly. It's like, that's what I come like. I'll get to his place, go to his room. And we're just like chatting. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. So I want to get better with that. I'm really excited. I just went to Savage Fenty and they have an amazing oh, sale. You're about to go off. Yeah, I'm yeah. hyped because I'm usually a broke boy. I don't like spending too much money on stuff. Like if it isn't like directly for my music. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I wanted Brianna's line to be a little kinkier. Okay. Um, but I'm trying to just work on presentation, like in the nighttime, not mm. my t-shirt and bonnet. It's another <laughs> reason I'm so comfortable in my body that I'm like, you, this is seductive right now. Like you now. gonna get this bonnet? Yeah, like I, I mean, <laughs> I look fine as hell. So let's just agree on that. But no, girl, last time I sent a nude, I've been, uh, yeah, yeah, I today is gonna be the last time because <laughs> you've inspired me i am so sorry yeah after this i just want you to you know get it real fun yes because little nudes the thing is i take nudes all the time but mm-hmm. i'm just like yeah i need to send them i send them and to my friends me too okay okay yeah. oh i do that because i don't have no man or whatever but i'm 
when okay, I so feel my best, nude, huh? oh yeah, mm-hmm. I send my news to my friends. They're probably mm-hmm. tired of me, whatever. Love yeah. y'all. No, never. But it's just like you just want to show off your. It's just like you love your body and you want someone yes, you else just want to someone appreciate to see it. it and be like, yeah, okay, I know you see this. Well, if we're not counting to niggas, like I don't yeah. even know why I thought of it that way, but yeah, like, yeah. definitely the last couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. love it. And like, for do sure. you have any favorite angles? Or am I getting too personal? No, no, that's not too personal Great. because I was just <laughs> talking about this with my friend a couple of days ago. She sent me hers that she was going to send to her man. Mm-hmm. She was like, I cannot wait for him to see it on Valentine's Day. And I was like, okay, girl, just send it now. Who cares? I'm going to get the reaction. <laughs> but um, she did the little arched, like, back and, like, booty popped up, you know? Okay. And she still had on panties. So I was like, this is not a nude. This is like when you go yeah. to the strip club and you're Faux like, nude. what the fuck? Faux. Yeah, that's Faux. not why you're close to Lund. Okay. <laughs> but she looked amazing. And I feel like that's the common thing with me and all my friends. Like, you know, again, I have a little booty. So I got to poke it out a little extra. A little arch never the, Exactly, exactly. So... That's probably like a cute favorite. And then just the mirror, like popping my, again, this is not very body posy because I was going to say like try to pop my hip out so I look like I have something, but <laughs> maybe I should just stand straight in the mirror and look like my ruler self and see <laughs> how I feel if I want to make it to the next Did level. Did you just say ruler self? Go away. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I there was this cosmopolitan thing back when I was still reading that shit in like seventh grade and it was like, what's your body type? And I swear there was pear, apple, coke bottle and one said ruler and that's I was like, not right it's not right ruler i'm not kidding you are no ruler I, but like from the front from the side <laughs> maybe not but like facing forward i'm like wow this is crazy so you know it's fine <laughs> either way what was the question what am i talking about <laughs> your favorite angles angles yes okay well yeah the booty popped up in the back and just any oh i love the one in the bed where you're like Take it. You put your hand below your ass. You're like you're laying on the side, and you put your hand. So oh. your ass just looks. It's the. It's all that's in the picture. Okay. You can maybe see like your eyebrows. You know what okay. I'm saying? You're like. I don't laying, know, but I will okay. try. You're like laying in like a moderate fetal, not uh-huh. a fetal, but like sprawled on in the bed. Uh-huh. Hand below the ass. I'm literally like. You're laying on your side. Oh, you're laying on your side. So like Mm -hmm. this and you take. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. That would be good. That's cute. Wow. But probably panties. Like it depends. Like if if that's not your nigga nigga, maybe keep the panties on for that one. Yeah. It's way too invasive for a stranger. Okay, cool. Love that. I need it though. (laughs) Never know. And I kind of want to know, you know, you're basically already a star. (laughs) And there's, you know, only, only, only up from here. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. I mean, like, if a photographer ever approached you to do, like, a nude artistic shoot, would you do it? Like, why or why not? Well, no, definitely. Okay. But I kind of want, like, I don't know, you know, like, Beyonce, like, when she gives us something small, we all fall out because she doesn't give us much at all. Yeah. I like that about her. I think that's so yes. cool that, like, when she wrote her own caption a few weeks ago, we were like, bitch, you wrote this yourself. Like, was, we don't deserve you. It I was, promise you I teared up. No, seriously. Like, she's talking to <laughs> she's us. She's talking she to us. She never does that. She never addresses us. Love. So I love that. But then there's Rihanna who feels super accessible. I'm trying yeah. to find, like, a balance in between that, if it even matters. Mm-hmm. You know, like... I would want to probably wait to do a nude shoot so that people feel like they're getting something and it's not just like from me being, I mean, one, nudity shouldn't even matter, but I do think it has a cool shock factor, you know? So I would probably wait until I'm like further established and then do some shit like that so niggas could be excited instead of it just being like me from jump. Mm -hmm. But the answer is definitely yes. I like literally something in my New Year's resolutions was like just be naked as much as possible have to find a nude beach have to go skinny dipping it's been too long i've always wanted to go to oh, it's a nude beach and go skinny dipping right yeah but the new beaches i think are all like old whites i know but yeah. you, honestly we got to go to europe for that i know that's where they're they still gonna it. be old and white but yeah that's okay yeah, but they're freer than here that's true yeah 
Yeah. So that's the goal. I like, I don't have a problem with that at all. I can't wait for my first nude shoot. Oh, and I'll be front and center like, yes, <laughs> can't wait. Up. Legs just going to be sprawled. We did not <laughs> ask for that. <laughs> He's psycho. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think really gives people sex appeal? Ooh, it's the same thing I was mentioning earlier, like that confidence. Like the people are almost like, how and why does she have this? Like, oh my God, who's a good example? Again, like the Frida Kahlo's, Nina Simone's, where it's like, wow, I'm, I like sexually attracted or excited about this person mm-hmm. and why? I love that. I love like people that have it for almost no conventional reason. Like, girl, why do you feel yourself this much? Yeah. That's what I think. That's where it starts and ends. Like, or like niggas. That's a great example. Mm. Plenty of people think men are fine. They're like, I just don't know why. I know he's ugly. I know You're he's ugly. You're so right. Those men are just confident. And they they have the privilege to do that because they don't see as much of a certain image. Like, I know men have definitely body positivity For issues sure. just as much as we do. But I still think it's like, when we have the, when we overcome it, it's overcoming a lot more. Mm-hmm. Because, like, women are always looked at physically more than men are. For sure. But yeah, if you could have the confidence of an ugly fine nigga, you know? Those are my types. Exactly. Exactly. And don't (laughs) let them be because everybody's type right now. So they're winning. (laughs) Dang. They treat you like they're winning. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I would just say like confidence for seemingly no reason at all. Like you Mm -hmm. have it because you're alive. Yeah. You know, because you deserve to. That's sex appeal to me. Oh, I love that. I'll also say sex appeal is just um, being comfortable with talking about sex. Like. If you know, the more you know, the better, you know, and the more you're willing to try being adventurous. It like you literally only live once unless you believe in reincarnation. (laughs) We live one time. So try as many things as you can, you know, will yourself to try. And that sex appeal to me as well. I just think being with somebody that is willing to do it anywhere or try a lot of different things. It's just going to be super attractive. Spice up your life. Like the Spice Girls. Hello. Balconies in Cuba. (laughs) Which is funny because I know I know multiple people that have done that. Oh, wow. Is that a, did I miss the group chat or what? Is that a thing? I don't, we just all figured it out later. It's very crucial though. Yeah. No Ted. I think it needs to happen for everyone in their life. When it does. Sounds very blabbity black for the culture travel. (laughs) Like, okay, it's embarrassing, but yeah. I love that. (laughs) Will do. Um, so my final question to you mm-hmm. is what is Courtney's naked truth? And by that, I mean, when we get down to, you know, the center of Courtney, where does the truth lie? Who are you really to your core? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> my naked truth is definitely transparency and the willingness and almost excitedness to share, like, my ups and downs, the pros and cons about myself my flaws and just being super literally naked and bare for people in public often. I feel like when things go wrong in my life, relationship, um, just everyday struggles, literally, I think it's important to share that and not just show the highlights. Yes. And I think that just makes, I think my authenticity definitely sets me apart and it comes off as brave when it doesn't really have to be. Like when you make it a consistent thing, it's like working out or, um, you know, like maybe skydiving gets easier every time or skiing mm-hmm. or skiing is a great example. Maybe not skydiving. <laughs> but yeah, like if you go down the hill every day, then it's like, okay, this like the wind feels good instead of it being like terrifying. Yeah. So I think like, yeah, for me, the wind of being authentic feels good. And I think I can feel other people being inspired by it and like wanting to be more naked and bare themselves. So <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. 
yes, so deeply. Yes. I just want to thank you for being so honest with us. And of course. I just want people to understand that there are so many different body types out there. You can't really like list them, like you said, in a Cosmo mm-hmm. magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when it comes to body positivity, we really only hear one side. Most of the time we hear from like the curvier women, but we don't ever That's hear true. from petite women or tall athletic women mm-hmm. or even men. And you know what I'm saying? There's just so many different perspectives. And I just want to thank you for shedding light on a specific perspective because I know someone is definitely listening who's like, yes, Courtney, speak on that. <laughs> I heard you, sis. So thank you so much for talking to us Courtney of course thank you for having I'm literally honored oh, I already told girl, you but like, who wow. else the best to the do the one it. and only Nikki <laughs> Stop hit <it>. my line <laughs> can you tell the people where they can one listen to your music and where they can follow you on the socials of course um, you can find me on Spotify Apple Music Title on your favorite platform Amazon whatever um, under Courtney C-O-U-R-T-N-I-E Courtney with an I-E because you know unique as fuck but not really and yeah my Instagram is King Courtney. Whenever somebody finds the bitch that has my name, Courtney, <laughs> let me know so I can get it for myself. But right now it's King Courtney, C-O-U-R-T-N-I-E. That is the handle. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, talking shit per usual. Love Thank you it. so much. Thank you so much. And for everyone listening, thank you for tuning in. Feel free to leave a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye, everyone. Bye.